0: everybody, so part two of this episode is uh, was unfortunately more fun than the first one because we wound up going and all of a sudden it was time to quit and I'm like, oh, there's so much more we could talk about, but th- this episode is so much fun. I got Tim Perko, I got Tim Stevens, I got Curtis Hoffauer again for part two of Tongues and the Church and I don't know the title yet, Tongues and something, I'll come up with something. Anyway, uh, for just Tongues and what we're talking about, what's it in the Church, how's it in If you have not listened to episode uh, or the the part one of this, I suggest you stop and go listen to that before you fire off into this one. So anyway, thank you very much for coming back. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling people about us. And without any further ado, enjoy the episode. You're listening to the Under the Cloud Podcast. Are you ready
1: ready ready okay. ready dear heavenly father thank you so much for allowing us to come together and just continue in this talk lord uh number one lord i just pray that we are glorifying your name through this as we are just iron sharpening uh sharpening iron here lord and you're just growing us more and more and more in grace and knowledge so we can have a deeper understanding of you and the things that you have for us lord i pray that for us to be an example for other people in this world, Lord, that different people who view different aspects of you can come together and they don't have to fight and argue and all these things lord but all together we come together to glorify you and that's the main purpose and that's what's in our heart is to give you glory lord jesus name we pray your will alone amen
0: amen Amen. so last week we got together and talked about um i think you guys were coming again no just uh it's been been, hey i'm looking at it It it's been 32 minutes since we finished the last episode wow (laughs) Uh,
1: but for y'all, all y'all next week.
0: Yeah. Unless you're listening later on down the road it's and you go back been, to back. So, so let's say yeah. seven days and 32 minutes. I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. So I have Curtis Hoffpower, Pastor Tim Stevens, uh, and my friend from the last two or episode to get two episodes ago, I could say Ooh. now, Tim Perko. Uh, and we got together last week and started a conversation about tongues and, and all that. And if you have not listened, To the previous episode, part one, I I suggest you just stop go listen to it because otherwise you'll have questions, and we've already may may possibly have already answered because we're moving on through our uh, our itinerary here uh, schedule, I guess, of sorts. So we talked about what tongues was. We talked about last week. We talked about what it was. We talked about whether it's for today or not, and we had a great conversation about that, knowing that there's a lot of people who do not believe that it's still for today. We had a great conversation. I thought, don't you think? That was a good conversation. And then we got into some uh, application parts of it. We talked about the different types. We talked some of the different types. We talked about that. And uh, so today, I want to start with still in the application of it and the, and types. And um, we last week, real quick, we talked about uh, the Acts two model of how they were praying in tongues, um, and it was for the people that were there listening in their language. And then there's the the other type that we kinda hit on last week, uh, and but you know, we didn't really spend a lot of time on it, is the idea of the message in tongues, which requires interpretation. Paul says that if anyone speaks in tongues, that there should be an interpreter present. First now, Corinthians fourteen, 14 twenty seven. Let me flip to it. So
1: I'm sorry, not twenty-seven, but it's in that area. No, if
0: anyone speaks in tongues, it should be by two or at most three. In each turn, yep. let one interpret.
1: Yep. If anyone
0: is, if any, if there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Okay. So this is what I want to address first. I have heard my entire life that you, if without an interpreter, you cannot give a message in tongues. Now. I've heard that, and I believe that. However, I have a question: Has any of you ever disobeyed God? Answer: oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. Oh, no, well,
2: I thought you meant yeah. yeah. Period. Period. And <laughs> any of you? About? So yeah. <laughs>
0: the question that I've always had—well, not always—that the, when this come to mind—is I've heard without interpretation, you should not speak in tongues; you should stay silent. But one of the things that I think a lot of people forget is. Maybe it was the interpreter that disobeyed God and didn't do his job. But what we'll do is we'll hear somebody give out a message like we talked about last week in the holy hush or whatever, which, oh I need to write that note. Down. And um and in the holy hush and there's a message and there's no interpretation, then everybody will turn to the message giver and go, You did bad.
1: Now what about this?
0: But could it be possibly in some scenarios
3: that it was the interpreter who denied I'm about talk? to say God could have Set that on the interpreter and they just blatantly said, No, I ain't yeah. saying that. <laughs> right. But, but too, that, I wanted to bring that up because I mean, that's a too, good
2: But, two, if I'm disobedient, Tim may be, God may take that interpretation away from me and Tim may say it. Yeah. Just like, just like, well, you talking about a in a It doesn't even have to be tongues and interpretation. It could just be your turn to say something. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, there's been times where I, I hesitated and, and said, and then you or somebody else, Pastor Tim, I'm talking to, will say the same thing that I just thought five seconds ago, you know, and then just struggled with, and finally somebody opened their mouth, and they're saying the same thing I felt like I was supposed to say. Yeah. And then, you, yeah, you feel low. Well, there's that. Ch- okay, so the, so the
0: church that did all the movies, like the.
2: Oh, um, Kendrick the- Brothers. Are you talking about yeah them? the uh, Sherwood, um, Sherwood Sherwood Baptist church and they did all the uh, fireproof, fireproof Flywheel, fly, oh, facing
0: the Giants. Flywheel is my favorite of all them uh, but anyway <laughs> and, and but there was a guy that came out saying years later that their church was told to do that but they didn't do it and that church did all this stuff so I believe so it. God, imagine, will, yeah. God will
2: use I he'll mean, get his word out, but, yeah so but
0: well, what I was getting at with that is that a lot of times we will jump on the inter- uh, the tongues person and not the interpreter person. And and was it you? No, who was it recently telling me that that their church would? It was I believe it was an assembly. God, where was I? At? And anyway, they were saying that the the pastor would after a message was given out that they would look around and go, "Okay, somebody interpreted it," because the message was real. So somebody's job to interpret it. And and generally, in in my experience, there are people who are known to be the interpreters, right? Whether it's the pastor, whether it's... And, th- sister, and that's so-and-so. what I was going to kind of say. Yeah, and they're known to be the interpreters. However, when God called on me to interpret one night, I thought, well, there's all these interpreters here. Why do you using me? Because well, I need to use you. And it was great. It was awesome. I can and get into that, that.
3: That's a... Uh, in, in the church itself, not just the church we attend, worldwide, I believe that that's an issue where... Um, the next generation isn't stepping into the place that they're supposed to step into because they're like, "Look, God, you got all these people around that's done oh, it yeah. in the past, and they're they're afraid to to step into the place where God has called them to be because they don't want right. to. They <laughs> they look at people who are elders to them and say, "God, they they're the ones who usually do this. Why yeah. are you why are you calling me? Huh? For I'm sure, not yeah. guy.
2: But, but like kind of piggybacking from last week, you know, that's that's a gift. You know it's tongues and interpretation, and the way we understand it, and if you've seen it the way you see it, it's never the same person to do both parts. So, that that it gift is, is it. A, that, he ooh, ooh, that said ooh,
1: that, that if uh, one speaks uh, in tongues, also pray that he may he interpret. May interpret. He may interpret. That, yeah. so it is possible. It. Oh, it, it, is, is, possible. No, it, it is possible. It is, it is absolutely.
2: It be, I've done it. It can be a separate gift, gift, is what I'm it saying. It is, and a, that's a, what kind of you're saying somebody that habitually interprets, it's not wrong for them to do so because they may have that half of that gift. So, So And it's not a lesser gift. It would just be, you know what, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If if the gifts, you know, we believe the gifts are are for today. So, I mean, just going on that track. If you say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no, saying my person. You know, I know y'all being courteous. I'm not, I'm no, not, see, am I wrong? I'm not, I'm not, you, you're not, yeah, I'm you're not, not I'm open, uh, but cautious. cautious. Yeah. Really like open, I said, cautious. but, but if, if that's the list of gifts, it says tongues and interpretation. And to say yes. somebody only interprets that could be their gift. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, tempo, to say, yeah. but can but say somebody tempo. can, somebody right. can, somebody can do that. Like, like you <laughs> said, Paul, Paul gave the example. If you speak in tongues,
1: yeah. right. Pray that you have the
2: interpretation too, because otherwise, I want, I want confusion. I want to chaos envelops in the church. You, I want to, you're, you're mm-hmm. there just out of you're out of line at that I, point.
0: You piggybacked on me. I want to piggyback <laughs> again. So we're leapfrogging. <laughs> I want to specify that interpretation is a different gift. Yes. It yes. is a totally separate gift. I also I can see the want to and right. like I did on your show. I also want to point out that interpretation does not mean translation. That is not required me to have knowledge of the language that's being spoke because the interpretation is as spirit led as anything else tongues or just praying in the spirit because
1: so i believe the greek word i studied and i could be wrong and uh, email him if i am completely wrong but Last I studied email this, me. there is a... Yeah, <laughs> well, it's your you. show. I, I mean, I'll put my, my podcast email on here later, but... Uh, From my God, last time I studied... Perko
3: podcast, in the, in I, I don't have detail. my Greek interlinear
1: next to me, but there is a different word for translation in the Greek, and there's a different word for interpretation, interpretation. in the Greek, and it is better properly translated in the Greek here as interpretation, not right. translation. Because
0: Daniel and Joseph interpreted the dreams... They didn't translate the dreams. They were they were given what those dreams were. Yeah, they and had I a very specific meaning. I think that's very important to show the supernatural amazingness of the interpretation as well. Yeah. It's not just something that you happen to know Spanish and the guy happens to speak Spanish no, and you're no. telling it in Spanish. It's it's because it's a language that who knows who knows if words knows. mean things. Yes, and it was important. And I wanted to specify that the interpretation is one of the nine gifts. It is not.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's not a gift. You're
2: you're operating in the gift of the Spirit if you interpret. So there's. I mean, that's fully a gift.
1: And what I was saying, I think, kind of piggybacking off both of y'all's conversations and and what Pastor Tim was saying, (laughs) uh, was that a lot of piggybacking going on. (laughs) So with interpretation, I believe in the context of this scripture that Apostle Paul would not just write this in here saying, like, oh, that that means no one's going to interpret. I truly believe he wrote this in here because either one, the church knew there was an interpreter present that had that Mm -hmm. gift and they were operating in it for whatever specific period of time or two. uh, I think y'all both mentioned it, that there will be someone to interpret
2: unless you're out. At least that's how I read it in context. And it says in scripture too, if you don't have that or you don't, I mean it would be different like Jonathan said for somebody to have the word And speak it in in tongues and know that there's an interpreter present and not get not feel like they have the interpretation, but it's billowing up and they know they have to say it. You know, they just feel like I have to say this, and then they open their mouth and it comes out something Mm. not English. Right. If God's impressing that hard upon them and he doesn't give them the interpretation, then more likely there's someone there, if it's truly God impressing on them, somebody present there has that interpretation and is not giving it otherwise according to that same in first corinthians 14 paul says pray that it's better that you don't speak mm-hmm. unless you have the interpretation too and so, i think that's again that's god's not a god of chaos He's, yeah, he even, wants to be he orderly. he that. has he has a progression you know right. and sometimes we're chaotic yeah, but yeah, God is not we, a
1: God we, of confusion. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: but uh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, First, yeah. Read loud, yeah. Where, where, yeah,
1: Read. I'm just going to read it. Where uh, were you at? Oh, yeah. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace as in. And here's the key right here, as in all oh, the churches of the saints. So it's not just the church in Corinth. It's every single church, period.
0: Yes. I, 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 yeah, you're absolutely right. So one of the things I wanted to point out in this is that we we talked last week about the type of tongues where you say it and they understand it because what you're saying is their native language. And we just referred to the idea that there's a message. And I guess I should stop real quick before I get too caught up. And I know we're going to get all, then I'll have to come back to this. That's just fine. Um, It's amazing when the message is given And that interpretation is given how powerful it is. And I've wondered a lot of times when you hear the message and then you hear the interpretation and it goes back to what he's talking about it being for the unbeliever. That's how the unbeliever understands what's happening. It's through that interpretation. I remember, and I hope she don't get mad at me, but Christina was kind of feeling like at the church we were going to that it was like, it was fake you know i'm i don't know if she'll say i don't want to speak for her to say fake but it just didn't feel right it felt weird you know like there was something to it and and honestly we were weren't fully convicted to the church or to god is 100 percent like we should have been and there may have been a little of that but um and and the the interpretation was like i was sitting there listening to it thinking that's for christina like that's that is god talking to christina through through the pastor through this interpretation and and the gist of it is or the interpretation which which is most time i don't remember them but that one i did and it was it was why why don't you believe me why don't you believe this is me and it was just so crazy it was so amazing and then later we talked about it and and i said something and she goes yeah that was for me like it might have been for other people too but it was Mm -hmm. it was reading her mail but that mm-hmm. type of tongues and interpretation edified my family.
3: Yeah,
0: you know, because think of where I'm at now. That was a major point in my wife's walk in Christ for that for that season for that type, bringing her into, is this real? Is this not real? And it was a great moment. It's a fantastic moment. And uh, and he said, and when he did it, it was just that was more evidence. Of this is still for now, for today, and such that it was great. And and it's again, again, back like we said the other time last time, is that it's hard sometimes to explain this if you've never been through it. And, um, but I want to hop on this part. You're talking about order a minute ago. God is not a uh, God of confusion, He has order. I want to, I want to say, because this was brought to my attention recently, I didn't know this at all, that the holy hush is viewed, whether it is or not, is viewed. As a traditional thing. The idea that, and this still blows me away. Do you want to get the definition
1: me. of a holy hush? Well, I don't we, know if yeah, we did yeah, that last week. Yeah, so. we, did. we did that. Like last
0: when the week. spirit just moves on the room and everybody, can, the babies stop crying, the music stops playing. And it's just like the spirit of God is so strong on the room that nobody can utter a noise. And it's so quiet and the, it's just so heavy. You go back to when they dedicated the temple and you can just, and the in and Solomon's temple, and it was just such a spirit of God falling on that place that nobody can say anything. And then all of a sudden there's a message in tongues and there's interpretation in tongues. And then it's like, winding the music back up whoa 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 and you hear babies crying stuff all over again (laughs) it's just that holy hush thing and so my buddy jason told me that that is a traditional regional thing that is not nationwide that is not worldwide and i thought what is it
3: really not yeah
0: i was blown away but then i got to thinking about it and some of the charismatic churches they'll walk up to somebody and to the pastor and say hey i have a message and and i need to get and the pastor will be like okay okay everybody okay there's sister brother sisters whatever is gonna give a message they get the microphone they speak in tongues and then somebody interprets it and to the pentecostal in me is immediately going no because <laughs> that's not the order but it goes back to what we were talking about a minute god is not a god loves his order he wants his order but is it okay to have a different order in california than you do in louisiana Goes back to what we were talking about last week about the the uh, casting out demons through vomit or not. You know, like I mean, I'm not. I know it's silly, but so qu- there's. It's a I've experienced
3: question. this two times in my life. The holy hush, the thump Yeah, and one of them was at a conference full of people from Washington to Florida, from Maine to California. I mean, right, all across the U.S. And I experienced it then. And the um, the man was up there just preaching his preaching 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 and boom he just spoke in tongues and then everybody nobody said a word it was just quiet until somebody gave an interpretation and the other time it was um at a more um contemporary ish church I hate to say contemporary Charismatic. charismatic maybe I don't know but um and a guy was preaching, and he just um, he spoke in tongues, and boom, everybody hushed until an interpretation was given. Which right. both of them were technically here in Louisiana, but both of them were different types of people. Because it was a conference, you
1: said, from all over the country. Both of came
3: them in. Were. Yeah, I mean, and and they was not in the same lane of people <laughs> yeah. at all. Right. Um. I didn't know that that was a conversation that a holy hush is just a regional thing because I've only experienced it twice and and I'm telling you the well, two, that way, in Georgia, the, two the two different groups where I experienced that have very 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 little in common us that's what they have in common yeah. I mean in the Jesus spirit, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: well I just wanted to point that out because there's I would imagine that as there's diverse types, different types of tongues, there's different types of applications because God is not a God of confusion. And I think what works for some of his people might not work for others. So that's why there's Southern gospel music and that people love really it. And there's contemporary music that and people man. love it. And, and people can worship the same God with different styles of music. Hey, have at it. As long as you're worshiping God and what's being said is right. In spirit and truth. Yeah. Yeah. And so. What was you just curious about?
3: I'm just, the, the holy hush. I'm going to go and do some. Oh, I can hook you up with the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm me. really curious. That I yeah, I that mean, enough. so when he
0: told me that, it was different, and I never heard that. And so I just wanted to bring that out in case anybody that's. In, in case that in case that is. Somebody's listening and that has never had that happen. And they're like, well, is that normal? Well, yes, but also is it, it doesn't not. have to happen. Yeah. So the other part is the. I want to say again, different types of tongues. So then you get from the corporate type where it's a message interpretation, you have the type where it's the people who are listening to their own language. And then here's the one that gets people kind of riled up a bit because it can there there's evidence of it is different in scripture, and that is the prayer language. And that's when someone is praying in their bedroom and it's just them and or at the altar and it's just them or during worship at church and you hear you may hear somebody faintly is praying in tongues it's not out to be a message it's just them praying and it's them doing their thing and they're praying in the spirit and 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 so
1: can I read the scripture that
0: addresses that
1: all right so that's first Corinthians chapter 14 starting at verse 1 Uh, Apostle Paul says pursue love yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy, for one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands, but in His spirit He speaks mysteries. Now, I think, I think that's a, a, a verse that a lot of people will commonly attribute to the private prayer language, speaking in tongues. Uh, are we in agreement on that?
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll pause this. Just little the top.
3: Sorry. so there goes george's
0: strength of schedule yeah. but anyway the prayer language say it again i'm sorry right. you, you, we got you, interrupted there sorry okay <laughs> so anyway we're in the south so college football scores so just popped up, so I, I,
1: and this is me come once again from that uh borderline cessationist view here but like where i would see the private prayer language uh really coming from the strongest in scripture would be first corinthians chapter 14 starting at verse one pursue love yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts right. but especially that you may prophesy and then in verse two specifically here for one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to god for no one understands but in his spirit he speaks
0: mysteries. mysteries
1: and i from the cessationist viewpoint this is the hardest one for me to defend saying no it's a real world language or no uh, private prayer language is not real I'm not saying that I personally don't believe that, but from my cessationist standpoint, this would be the hardest verse for me to defend that on because it sounds clearly as if Apostle Paul is saying, like, this is a prayer-type deal.
0: Yeah, because it says uh, right here, verse 4 says, one who speaks in tongues edifies himself. But if, one if there's who any cessationist listening this to church, this,
1: they're probably yelling at me right now, being like, you're well, not properly representing. But, I mean, <laughs> th- I'm just being honest. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, hard to defend uh, but, right
0: there. But think about this though. It says, "One who speaks in tongues edifies himself," which means that that's possible, and which means I believe that's what God's intent was. And I can't see it right now. Of course, I asked Pastor Vic Work about
1: that one time because I, when I first started going, if you didn't know me, I'm in the military. I am from the north. I've never been to a more, uh, a, you know, a very charismatic region such as the south. It's it's just not as frequent up there. So when I Christway Church, the church that I was attending at, was way out of my normal realm uh, of you know I'm you
3: just dipped your toes in the water. (laughs) He jumped in. He didn't just all right. So
1: it was way out of my normal realm, but yet I saw the Spirit of God moving in that church, so I wanted to be a part of it. Anyways, uh, there was a lot of things that I've never seen before, speaking in tongues. While I've seen it on TV, I've heard about it, I've read about in the Bible, never personally experienced it myself, or watched other people in real life doing it so I asked the head pastor there pastor Vic Warwick you know what 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 is this like I don't get the point what's the point of praying uh, if you can't understand what you're saying because Paul goes on to talk about that if you read the rest of the chapter and he said to me once again like you were saying it's hard to explain unless you've experienced it but he would constantly say it was something you just felt in your spirit. Your spirit just felt so much better. No, you didn't. I didn't understand what I was saying, but my spirit just felt better. Uh, I don't know if that is consistent with something that y'all would oh, agree right. with, and I wanted to get y'all's for view sure. on that. Because once yeah, again, I don't operate. Because it says
0: right here in verse 14, uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 14, says, uh, for I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. Ah, there you go. So there's... Well, I mean, well, Uh, like Curtis, like we were talking the other day, or last time, I would
2: choose my mind to be unfruitful. But because my mind is what draws me away from God during prayer. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I mean, honestly, well, Paul Paul goes on to say the opposite.
2: Touche, touche, because that's awesome, because that is the truth, because that's the constant struggle.
0: But have you ever prayed in tongues, even in your prayer life? And you're just one, you, like you said, you wander off into other things. Or sometimes you'll just all of a sudden know what you're praying about. And you're like, I must be praying about this person, or this person, and this person, and this no, person. I feel
2: guilty because I don't know if I pray for that person or not.
0: Well, don't. I would never. I would
2: <laughs> never listen. Uh, no, I do Learn. pray. If, if I tell you I'm gonna pray for you, I'm gonna pray for you in English. No, here's, but, here's the but thing. You know what I mean? Well, there's let me, times let me, I pray that I pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And pray and i don't necessarily but most of the time tongues comes with praise not prayer well if that if you differentiate that i'm praising god you
1: just opened up another box i'm praising god
0: so i i want to first i want to i want to say don't ever don't ever wonder i mean the only way you should ever feel like when you prayed in tongues you did something wrong is if you cut it off if you rebuke it, if you refuse the Spirit, or the Bible says don't quench the Spirit, if you shut it down, but, that's when I would... I mean, So yeah. if you pray but, for 30 minutes, here's the thing. If you pray for 30 minutes in, in tongues or whatever, and you're, go to your shop, work on your truck, and if you're sitting there on the tailgate and you're praying in tongues for 30 minutes, that's and and you feel like you're done, then God has done His part. Your Spirit has done its part. Don't ever feel like you missed well, no, out. I don't, you know? I don't so say, I, I just I mean, want to make yeah, sure yeah, you're that,
2: not... No, no. But I've been the oddball I guess at you know yeah, at know. other churches. <laughs> and I may be I may be in Christway <laughs> too. But but I I've been questioned actually by people that left my last church and came to Christ's way that are well, that are close with y'all. Right. Um and like like just like I heard them question it, you know, question it about it. To where I No, no cessation in tongues, but I've got there and prayed, Lord, if this is, and I felt like if I stopped doing it, I would be doing something wrong Yeah, to stop doing what I would was doing, would do something wrong. And I prayed hard that, okay, if this is not real, if this is not true, if this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, take it away. Yeah.
1: Could I ask a question on that note? All right. So i think we uh we didn't really hit up into it yet but like so let's say we see a difference between prayer language tongues and, and, and evangelizing speaking, yeah, and tongues. yeah and right. interpretation so with that being said uh do mm-hmm. we do do we believe so my personal belief just based off of scripture is that evangelizing in tongues, uh giving prophecy and that kind of stuff in tongues is not for everybody that's a gift um and
0: you mean, does everybody have the spiritual gift of tongues?
1: Yeah, the spiritual gift for prophesying and for language. I think we can all, for I would, the most part, agree on that.
0: I would agree that, I would, I would agree that all the spiritual gifts are not for all people.
1: All right, now, However,
0: now, I believe that a individual may function in all. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it okay. does.
1: So what do you view the prayer language of tongues, as we're talking about right now, do you believe that is a spiritual gift or do you believe that is something okay. that every believer can operate in if they wanted to? And that's the question I wanted okay, to ask so you all from the cessationist I viewpoint. I think, we have
2: to hit the, I think
0: we have to hit the baptism of the Holy Ghost.
2: But I, think I, don't, I don't think you will operate in that gift or prayer language tongues, praying in tongues, the prayer language, however you want to call it. Yeah. That is not something. And I, I'm not saying that you can't pray hard enough to get to that point. Because I've, I've heard that family members of mine that are Catholic, which have a very different way of praying than me. I, I, at one time, I think my mom had told me, oh, well, so-and-so who is Catholic prayed in tongues. And I said, really? Because I don't know how they'd even, how they how they touch this to this. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, the charismatic Catholic. The Catholics.
2: charismatic Catholic, that's just a different that's a thing. thing. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a different thing because in me, the Catholic churches I've attended as a guest or with my family yeah. was way different <laughs> than what I grew up in. Right. You know, Um. so, So I don't, you know.
0: Yeah, so one thing <laughs> that I think we need to address to answer your question and talk about that is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, right? Or you'll hear it baptism of the Holy Ghost, depending on what part of the country you're in and where you go. Now, there are people, and I'm one included, that believe that when you are saved, and you have come to a relationship with the Father through the blood of Christ, and that the Holy Spirit moves into your body, and that, because I'm I'm not one that believes that Jesus comes into my heart, because Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father, and the the Spirit that dwells among us, abides in us. Anyway, I know that's semantics, but still. The The thing is, is that there is a, to me, I believe that there's a difference between having the Spirit in you and having the Spirit active in you in that that realm of gifts of the Spirit. I'm trying to use the word active in a proper way to make sure that I do not believe that, and this is where my Church of God people might disagree with me, I do not believe that it is a different Spirit. It's the same Spirit. It's the same Spirit of God. It's all the same the, Holy Spirit that the comes gifts, in you. All
2: the gifts are manifestations. But, of but the I think
0: spirit. that once the they start spirit. being used in those manifestations, whichever it is, whether it's healing, tongues, this, that, that you're going to have the knowledge that someone or yourself is has been to the point where you're being activated into that deal. Now, I want to say this, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to jump on either side of it. But I'm going to try to tell this because there's people out there there's this thing referred to as initial evidence doctrine yeah. the initial evidence doctrine is that the evidence of speaking in tongues or evidence of being baptized in the Holy Spirit is that you speak in tongues right and that that acts
1: 238
0: uh no no that's not actually oh no. that's
1: baptism my bad yeah, yeah that yeah. was baptism yeah
0: <laughs> ba- well that it goes back to the anyway but anyway yeah. sorry so the um yeah, and we'll get to that in a few minutes, too. Well, but, about, uh, do we really want to get on that? <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to hit that. I do want to make sure we get to there. But but the, the anyway, the point being, I feel like I'm taking over. I'm sorry. The, no, you're the, good. The thing is is that there is a difference in like a, a buddy of mine, Jason. I, I'll refer to him all the time. Uh, he's a really smart dude, and, and I love him, and he's smart. But he, he says that the prayer language of tongues is not a, the spiritual gift of tongues. And I don't know where I fall on that because That's pretty much what I'm asking. To me, if you haven't been activated and or filled with the Spirit and or baptized in the Holy Ghost, then you're not going to have that prayer language like that, that that all comes together. So it seems to me like it would be one of the gifts or or the diverse types of tongues. tongues.
1: Because what would you say to someone like me who... Because I, I have gotten down on my knees i prayed to God Like, God, yeah. I don't know if this is real or not Francis If Chan, it's for yeah. me, yeah, Francis Chan John Piper, same thing I don't know if this is for me uh, I don't even know if it's real But if it is, Lord, I want I want to partake in it I right. want to glorify you more right. I want whatever you have for me And I've sat there and I've prayed for it right. Never got it
2: but yeah. I, w- I will say, like, initially I don't know if it was months or years But it was long term faceTime at the altar right. before he manifested and everybody's different I, know I mean so it, it does something I mean it it was something that I desire wholeheartedly right I it wasn't like God showed me if this is real it's like God I've seen other people mm-hmm. if, guess, if this yeah. is something I can have I want it mm-hmm. and thank you and thank you and thank you and I thanked him until I couldn't thank him and I couldn't think of doing nothing else but thank him because I think there's something when it comes to something manifesting in your life or God giving you something. There's a difference in the way we accept something from individuals and we accept from God. And I think if we thank him enough, we'll shift our mindset into accepting the same way. If we accept from God the same way as we would accept from our spouse, we would receive more.
3: Yep. So for me and my circumstance... I, uh, in case I was, you don't know who this is, it's Pastor Tim. Yeah. He hasn't talked in a while. I haven't he, talked you in a have while. Been quiet. <laughs> Pastor Tim. I mean, the conversation with y'all is—it's so good. It's no point in sticking my two, my two cents into it. And actually, a while ago, um, as we we're recording this, it is um, it's six thirty um, Central Time, and <laughs> So y'all are sitting here talking, and the verse of the day comes up on my phone, and says, "Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps his mouth shut." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll take. <laughs> I, I will take that, God. I'll just sit over here and be quiet." <laughs> but um, so in my circumstance, I was. I grew up. So I grew up in a in a Baptist church up until. 13 14 years old and i dove into the church that i'm currently at and i had never seen tongues uh, nothing none of that in my life and i was my mom grew up um pentecost so she helped me that's navigate. A diverse right there <laughs> it, it was it was um so my mom was able to well hold up and she was like this isn't all bad. And she like navigated me no. through the waters of people, seeing people speak in tongues and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But first time I spoke in tongues, dude, I was 17 and I didn't I did it once freaked me out I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to do that again until one time I was 25 and I told you this story, Jonathan, a couple weeks ago. Um, my wife Caitlin was pregnant, or um, she had cancer, and so my mom had cancer. When I was 13, my mom would get sick, and she would be in her room. She would come out just to throw up and stuff, and then go back to her room. She would be in there four or five days, and I was just there, alone. That's where I was at at 13, 14, and Caitlin, my wife, got cancer. And she was in the room. She had already had a surgery put a port put in. This was probably hard chemo two or three. Her hair was gone. And she was in the room sick. And I remember sitting in the living room. I'm like, this... God, this sucks. Yeah. This sucks a lot. Pretty much and, the best way to describe it. And that. I don't... I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know anything at all and I was so just kind of I was heartbroken in that moment and I spoke in tongues then in 2015 in that moment that I was so heartbroken I've never like been preaching before spoke in spoken tongues I've never done that every time I have personally spoken tongues it has been in
1: a prayer fashion
3: yes private every time private yeah i no. mean i do at the church in like a prayer meeting setting but it's not it's my prayer mm. it's yeah. i don't know what to pray
2: right like i've never your, your I've spirit's never, praying for you yeah, yeah. i've never prayed kind of like a jonathan like the last thursday night we had you had, you were praying and then you broke out in tongues during your prayer. I've never done that. Now, I have have stood up to pray and then like held back and kind of prayed silently in tongues because it wasn't coming out in English because I didn't think to whatever I was, I felt like was coming was not to be said over the audience Mm -hmm. I was speaking to, you know. So I won't say that I've never stood up and prayed in tongues because I may have initially like said something and then then the word hit me that i needed to say you know so i i can't say that i haven't stood up to pray but i've never like audibly in loud form to project my voice i don't know that i've ever prayed in tongues and i could be wrong but i don't remember ever doing because when you did that i was like you know i've never did that you know i, I, don't, <laughs> I don't i don't I, so I, yeah i didn't think i was like i wasn't like oh whoa no 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 that's not right i'm not saying that i yeah. was just like you know i've never done as much as people probably hear me sometimes <laughs> I,
1: I, I did I've have a, done that. another question on that actually and it, it goes back to the prayer language thing so um from from my point of view who, who's only heard it you know at that church or on tv uh for the most part i most of the syllables that are coming out, like what I would hear Jonathan praying. Sometimes I'll sit next to him mm. and I'll hear it or what I've heard on TV sounds similar. You, on the other hand, uh, yeah. it's much different. And I'm, hopefully I'm not offending wow. or anything like you're, that. You're it's pointing much, at Curtis. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at Curtis. I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm pointing to him. Nobody
3: knows. <laughs> but anyways, Curtis, Brother Curtis here. Uh,
1: he, he speaks in a much different type of tone yeah. than I've heard other people use. Is that? common is, is that because it comes from our spirit like our spirit praying or it's, I, it's different in my way out in left field it's, it's talking about
2: this but I, I i can't say you said it sounds like i would say the same thing in, yeah. in the conversation he told me the other day it sounds like to the outside world it sounds like you're saying the same thing over he and you knows know what's no but you know i thought about that and i said i am because when i started to seek tongues i was saying hallelujah thank you, Jesus. God, you are so great. I love you. I love you. Hallelujah. I love you, God. I love you, God. I love you. God. I was repeating the same English words. So thus, if that's what I'm praying, would it not be? And you know, when it is the same, it probably is hallelujah, or I love you, Jesus. You are so great, God. You're, you're awesome. You know, just, just, just praising God. So then it would be the same, but there are times where, when my mind and the spirit is you know, when it is focused, if I'm saying, man, I'm praying for Jonathan, he has a need, but I'm not leading prayer. So I'm praying, trying not to be so loud, but I'm praying and I'm just praying and I'm praying for that need. It's going to be a different, it's, you know, it does. There's sometimes it's whole different syllables. That, Cause that's you know, what I was yes. saying. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, th- it's what not, I kind of noticed it's, it's was different, the syllable it's differences. Different, it's different. It's different prayers. It's like my, my, my mind is in different places, I guess. If it's just during worship, it's usually the same thing, because I'm just yeah. saying the same thing. But if it's praying for somebody, but not like leading the prayer, like if Jonathan's leading prayer for you and i am just got my hand on you and I'm praying and praying and then it turns the tone, it more, to, more likely will be something different because I'm praying something different for you. Towards the end, it will be, thank you, Jesus, God, you're great, thank you're you. great, you're great. It may come out similar to the worship type, prayer you know during worship yeah but it's not it's not hard know, to explain it, it, it's not it's not, it. something, yeah. it's not something that that i'm like oh i can't say it like this because i'm doing this it's all however it's coming but i do notice it different because he made the point like man usually you say it sounds like you're just saying the same syllable over and over and then i was kind of li- like i was thinking i said well it, it just depends on what i'm praying you know what what internally is what I feel like I'm trying to get out You know Because mm-hmm. like obviously
1: you would say you have no contr- you, you can can control You can control when to stop But you're can, not controlling but, the yeah, syllables That are coming out but, but, Oh not but, always but, okay. yeah.
2: but but to
1: Like I said this is outsider's perspective but, but, yeah, right here no,
2: But like I said you'd have to go back To You know I mm-hmm. grew up in a A situation Where they pushed that yeah. Like you have to be saved to do this which we're about to get to i got out of church stepped away from god started living the normal college life high school life did all the crazy jump and um you know when i came back i was like you know i don't believe that all those man-made things are right i don't think that your hair being a certain length or you wearing this kind of clothes or that kind of clothes. I don't think, I don't, I don't know that, that I believe, I don't know if I believe that anymore, but Lord, I know that, you know, I felt something when I spoke in tongues and I want that back. And dude, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and we were, weren't in the right living arrangement. We were doing things we weren't supposed to do. And I prayed until I felt like, like literally there was a roof between me and God, like it was there. I, I was on the verge. I just had to get my life straight, mm-hmm. and I went to a revival after we got married, and I set everything in order the way it was supposed to be in the beginning. I went to a revival at the church I had been going to. I drove an hour and a half mm-hmm. after work mm-hmm. from I was li- I was working in DeRitter, or Lees- now I was working in Leesville. Drove was living in Kirthwood off of four sixty five. Oh, was yeah, driving God. to Natchitoches so passing peace on or, or passed through natchitoches to winfield about 45 minutes north of winfield for a revival the first time i went to that church for that revival tongues hit me again and i prayed i said god i never want to lose this again and so i i sought it so hard originally i knew that's the baseline i had left that's the max i had got to prior to leaving church and i prayed and then then you know it comes to question well okay well man, you've been back in church since 2005, 2006. Yeah. Why is it the where, same? Why is it, where's where's, shouldn't you have more? And I mean, I've been kind of like, Lord, these yeah. gifts are real. I believe these gifts are real. And I, you know, I, I caught myself the other day because I said, okay, where am I at? But, you know, I have spoken out kind of in a, I don't believe you can call yourself a prophet. Or you know, I, I I'm not I'm not somebody that thinks, or oh, I could say I'm this, and I'm not trying to say I am either, but I can't say that I haven't prophesied in prayer well, it, settings and stuff like. Because it that. goes
1: back to what because, I said, prophesying, pro- prophes, it has a dual meaning here. One is the the you know the future telling, which is often yeah. talking about impending judgment, repenter, impending judgments coming on you. It's a lot that you see in the Old Testament. Another one is just standing forth. On the word of God, when when speaking, when yeah. Pastor Tim and is preaching a sermon and he is just preaching from his heart right. the message that God give him that's, that's prophesying. Prophecy.
0: However, there's also the part. I mean, you're gonna talk about diverse type of tongues, diverse type of prophecy would also be. when well, yeah, I know I don't say that, but. It sometimes it just comes out of you, and you don't even you're not prepared. You don't have notes, and all of a sudden the word of God just comes out of you in that mode for that moment. And then you, both of you at the end of it go, "Where did that come from?" And your answer is, "I have no idea." That was the, also a gift of prophecy where it just comes mm-hmm. up, it just out of nowhere, just like anything else. And, and, oh, and that's, and well, that's, that's exactly yeah. yeah. So and, well. and that's exactly and, what, and what I'm Ezekiel talking about. says. This like, <laughs> how do you know this Ezekiel? I have no idea. Like you know, so but it was just so. Uh, you you kind of hit on it, and I don't want to. I mean, we're just rolling this time. Uh, this one's going quicker. Um, I mean, we could spend we could do fifteen episodes on this one subject. I yeah, know, I think so. And but one of the things that I I, I feel. I really prayed about doing the, Oh, before I do that, my friend, uh, one of my I, – I, man, I'm telling you so much. I was, I was <laughs> right there, laughing. man. I was ready. Where are we going? So,
3: Nobody knows. <laughs> it's
1: a free-for-all here, y'all. Hey, God is so not anyway, an author of confusion. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, So
0: a buddy of mine said that when he received the baptism of the Spirit, he was a teenager, and, and he asked – and he made a purpose in his life to only pray in – tongues unless he was praying in front of people in a corporate way that his entire prayer life was all tongues. And I I thought that was so weird. And, but it's, that was just someone who tried that and it worked for him. And that guy was very influential in in me getting to a relationship with a tongues prayer life. That was different um, than maybe I had been taught previously. And I think that the diverse type of tongues, different type of tongues, it's very important to be open and understand that if it sounds the same, it sounds like every syllable is identical, and or if it sounds like it's Chinese, or if it sounds like it's Hebrew, or if it sounds like it's whatever. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure, I'm sure there are people in Africa who are praying in tongues, and it sounds exactly like a Southern man from North Georgia and talking. Like I do, I'm <laughs> sure you know, and but he, they don't know what it is, you know, yeah. and so that's whatever, foreign, what, however yeah. it is, whatever it is. But the the point being, there's different types, and I want us to walk away from this knowing, and everybody listening, I want you to walk away knowing that there are different types of tongues. It's not just Acts two, it's not mm-hmm. just First Corinthians fourteen when it refers to the interpretation. Real quick, real quick, I've
2: I've never heard two people sound the same. No. I mean, honestly, unless it's a mimicking situation, I've never heard two people actually truly praying to themselves in tongues yeah. sound the same.
3: Everything inside of me thanks you so much for wrapping that up like you did. What do you mean? Like, was that part of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so one of the things that I, I was really
0: prayerful about putting on this, and I don't, I I spoke about this one already, um, is there are. There are denominations, and I don't know if there's a lot. I don't know if it's—and I'm I'm not here to destroy anybody. I'm not here to tear down anybody because I believe these people are Christians. But there are people who believe that you have to speak in tongues to be saved, to go to heaven. And I would like to take a minute and explain where that comes from, if that's okay. Yeah, not on. that I necessarily agree with it or that I disagree with it, but I'd like to take that moment. So you'll hear if if you're ever around that that uh, type of person, they they go to Acts two thirty eight, which is the 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 power verse for the for the Baptism. oneness the oneness movement, uh, whether it's UPC Apostolics. Explain oneness movement. Oneness of people who believe well,
2: Jesus is the only one.
0: Yeah,
1: there's no, no, it's not modalism. It's, it's it's just one. that God. You ever hear? You okay. <laughs> he would have
3: been better off with just one. So not, So the, ba- the
2: basic
0: mono mono one mono uh, So the the idea that we most people believe in a triune God, one God but manifests as a Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, a triune God. Three the persons, oneness, one nature, but they're th- a one person ish, like well, setup where they believe. You know, do you? I mean, I hope I hope I'm wrong on this. They believe in one person that manifests in three parts: yes, Father, that's, Son, and Holy Spirit. They, but they and, and that is what Jesus. But it, and they believe that they they call it Jesus versus the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But they believe Jesus manifests as the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: G- Give them the TD Jakes example. That's I don't the, know that one. All right, so TD Jakes and Stephen Furtick and all those other dudes they they preach it like this. Stephen one of this. Oh, yes, he is. I'll have to check that out. Uh, But anyways. (laughs) I don't like tearing
0: down people. so I'm 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 just saying they believe in modalism. But I understand. uh, I I don't mind saying the ideas. I just don't want to say names. So the analogy that they
1: will use is that. The views of
3: everybody on this podcast may not necessarily (laughs) represent. So so essentially the analogy,
1: the popular analogy that they use would be that uh, God is like water. All right. He can come. As, as liquid, ice, yeah. he can come as ice, and he can come as a vapor. He can't be all three at once. That's uh, what the modalist believes. That, uh,
2: that, that is truly what they believe. And yeah. I don't agree with that. Yeah. And I don't agree with that because so, all you got
1: to do is go to the baptism of Jesus and, and see, see all, all three, three parts present. Parts here,
2: <laughs> right there.
0: So if you go to Acts 2.38, it says, And Peter said to them, Repent, and let each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. And you, okay, here's, here's where it's at that once you have been baptized in jesus name which we won't even hit that part once you've been baptized in jesus name for the forgiveness of your sins you shall receive the gift of the holy spirit which means from that perspective okay they're saying that once you're forgiven that you will receive it and because what we talked about earlier about the initial evidence doctrine is that some people Believe that you speak in tongues always 100% of the time as the initial evidence of the baptism of the Spirit. Therefore, you marry all that together and say that the initial evidence of you having the Spirit, which you're promised once you're saved, is tongues, which is why people believe that you have to speak in tongues to go to heaven. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to everybody listening. Do I agree with that? Not really. But
1: We'll thief get on the that. cross.
2: But I believe I, you can. I believe you can. <laughs> Who died before Jesus did. Yeah, anyway. I believe you can. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've heard those arguments.
0: Yeah, but anyway. So, that was, I wanted to make that point. I wanted to bring that out because I know there may be people, again, screaming at their radios and saying, what about this? Like,
3: well, that's where we start. I appreciate today. you bringing that point across because I've never, I knew that it existed. I didn't know yeah. exactly where in scripture that they that got is. It from.
0: Infer- no, I don't know if you go inference, because that's right there. The crazy, it says it right I guess there, the but- crazy
2: part is, though, if you go back to Matthew, you know, like we last week, 28, 19, with, with Jesus' example to go, therefore, and make disciples, he gives an example of baptism. And, right. you know, they'll they'll stake their house and their religion on Peter. And I like Peter, but Peter's fresh off of denying Jesus three times right <laughs> here. And Jesus gave that example as he ascended to heaven. Yeah. So but was 50 the way, the, days later, my my opinion is I don't think they'd be wrong to baptize that way and lead, you know, whatever yep. past that. But I don't that that's where yeah. I'd fall off of that bandwagon because I think I well, think it's I acceptable but not the only way.
0: Yeah, but I I, I wanted to keep this about tongues and not
2: well, baptism. that, that baptism, leads yeah. to it though, but yeah, they, right, yeah. they don't would
1: believe you can get it until after yes, you were baptized, I right? I
2: would almost say, and I'm not saying this for fact, but I would almost, Maybe the way they be. make it, the way they make it believe is like, let's say you go into that religion. So I'm you looking at Tim that? Perko. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. in order for you to get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you'd have to be rebaptized
1: In the name of Jesus, Jesus. only. Yes. yes.
2: Like we've had friends of that religion that Danielle's known, been dear friends for with through high school, that said they needed to come eat with us so we could get saved, right? And so like, wow, when I first okay. moved to Louisiana
0: and I was first introduced to this this thought process, I was.
3: And this is this is a Louisiana thing.
0: Okay, so I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I was going to leave this out, but since you asked. <laughs> If you look at all the world, they're either Jews or Gentiles, right? Yes. And if all of Christianity, they're either Protestants or Catholics, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so in all the Protestants, you start breaking that down. You have the Reformed side. You have the Evangelical side, right? Mm -hmm. So in the Evangelical world, you have the Spirit-filled world and the non-Spirit-filled world. This is breaking down. I mean, you're getting getting smaller and smaller and smaller. In the Spirit-filled world, there's three types. There's Charismatics, the Word of Faith, Pentecostal and they have a lot of things in common. A lot of them's very similar and some things are very different. In the Pentecostal world, which is again you're getting smaller, smaller, smaller. In the Pentecostal world, there's ones who believe in oneness and the ones who believe in the Trinity. The ones who believe in oneness is less than one percent of Christians in the United States. It's just so happens to be that we live in the Mecca in the middle of, of it. Huh? Of it. So if it you, is, if yeah. people who are that's listening, crazy. that's why I didn't want to spend this much time on this because people who are living in New York may not know what we're talking about because it's not anything that they've been introduced to. And that's why I didn't want to spend too much time on it. Oh, we but should it, probably
3: it, redo this last 15 minutes <laughs> then, and not introduce this. To well, and, and, and,
0: but I'm just saying that stuff, but there are people out there and it is out there. Do I believe they're not saved? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because those people love Jesus. Because the Bible says that you know, believe those who believe that, that Jesus, you know, that God raises him from the dead, and then John all the, you know, uh, Romans, uh Romans road I, I believe they they're, they qualify. So I'm not going to I'm not going to get into that one. So what you got?
1: Re- real quick, just on the uh whole,
0: he's over here flipping through scripture like <laughs> like a mad dog. <laughs> no, so
1: ahead. is it consistent? I don't because I don't have you know a oneness background, but is it I don't consistent either. that? No, I okay, don't either. I, do <laughs> you? Or you? Here's you're, a, I think you're most familiar with it. You don't yeah. have the background of it. No, I'm pointing I, to Curtis.
2: It, it would be you. Yes, I would say I have the background. So,
1: yes. so <laughs> in in the one is Pentecostal then, and I'm not trying to offend anybody out there listening to this. If you do, email me. Do, do, yeah, email Jonathan. <laughs> uh, but so, do they believe that you can only receive that gift of tongues, the gift of the Holy Spirit, after your
0: baptism? Yeah. So that's a great question because when I was moved here and having had spoke with tongues and having had been baptized in the name of the father and son, the Holy ghost, and having had worked in the ministry and preached and stuff, I ran across this and one guy asked me something about it. And I said, well, I've spoke with tongues before. And he goes, but have you been baptized the right way? And I was like, what do you mean the right way? And he told me about it. And, and so I said, but I've prayed in tongues. And is that enough? And they're like, no, because it's that is and and it so did re- they say pretty much so, you were
1: faking your your tongue speaking or they
0: would not go that far and, and this is a I'm not this is not a representative of the, of the denomination whatsoever this was that one little group of people oh God, and right. they they were perplexed they had never met a trinitarian person who had spoken tongues before wow. so they didn't know what to respond to it and so one of them was a pastor or a preacher and I said hey tomorrow the next day I brought were you gonna ask clothes. about Trinitarian? And I was gonna get no. down, I was gonna get down in that little alligator pond that was in Leesville and say, Let's get baptized and in Jesus' name. That way, you guys leave me alone. And I wasn't doing it because I believed it, I was doing it to get them off my back. And I said that, like, even though I don't believe this, are you gonna do it anyway? And he said, Well, it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, you have to be done the right way. And that's when I turned around, and walked back to the truck because it's not by faith, it was works. And that's when I walked up. What were you
3: sure. gonna
1: say on a car? Oh,
3: I'm so- Yeah, sorry. no, no, I didn't. Being from this area, I thought everybody, <laughs> all Pentecostals believed no. in oneness. I did not know that there was a Trinitarian group of Pentecostals. Oh, yeah. well, it's they're, bigger. They're, cause they're, cause yeah, area, it's bigger. The biggest. Because this area is predominantly yeah. oneness.
2: Yeah, yeah like, I found that The UPC
1: know. is specifically oneness, I believe, I don't right? Know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think they even call themselves anymore. That I think they just they go by something the else. The UPCI, I don't know, man. I think. No, I'm not I even know. getting in all that. Let's move I'll on. Anyway, see. so what, what, what do you got? What are you what are you yeah, throwing out here? What I, that's what i recognize.
1: So about. so what? So the baptism thing, though. Then you agree that most of them would say that? Oh and,
2: no, they, uh, they. I've had people in that religion so, like tell me that. I'm not right if I'm not bad. And what the crazy so, thing the crazy thing is this. We're I was getting baptized. Into baptism. No, I was baptized well, the way I'm they say it back to I was no I word. was I was baptized the way they said I need to be baptized. But they're going to tell me I'm I'm not right.
3: Cuz you backslid. Huh? Cuz you backslid.
2: No, because they don't know. They assume I'm not so and i like, you got a beard.
3: Well, you will forgiven <laughs> and set free. Yeah, I'm so like, how
2: would you, someone explain care.
1: Cornelius then? That's what I want to get out of it. In, in Acts chapter 10, how would someone from there? And once again, I'm not trying to say this to offend. I'm trying to say this so we can examine these things and talk about it. Cornelius speaking in tongues in uh, Acts, 10, what? Acts 10 verse 44.
3: And well, it says would, right there, yeah.
1: while Peter was speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon those who were listening to the message. So Peter preached, preached the word. And the Holy Spirit then fell upon them. And then it says all the circumcised believers came with Peter uh, were amazed because all the Jewish people, in other words, they were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. This was a radical thing for them. They didn't think it was for the Gentiles. Verse 46, for they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. Then Peter answered, and here's the key, surely no one can refuse the water, for these to be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we did. Can he? So thus showing, yeah, like (laughs) they had the gift of tongues. They had the Holy Spirit prior prior to to baptism.
0: Yeah. Because most Christians believe, most American, I don't know about the worst of the world, but most Christians believe that water baptism is a um, outward sign. Yeah, symbolic. And so, and I know there's a lot of people who believe you have to be baptized it gets back in that bracket thing we was talking about earlier or last time last week <laughs> but I think I mean I know we're right at an hour on this episode so <laughs> it can go so fast and hour like, three yeah and <laughs> and so I really appreciate you guys coming and I, I I'm I, I even wrote a little note on here that says I'm loving this so much and slid it over to Perko <laughs> so that he could see it and because I've enjoyed this I've this is the type of banter that we have at church However For the most part <laughs> We've stayed on the same topic Yes yeah. In the true. parking lot It can go from tongues So to you say something about this And all of a sudden We're in Leviticus And then we're back over We're back over the, You know Clemson just lost To North Carolina State And we're just all You know <laughs> Which I want to say That's awesome no, I, I love
1: this too From from the cessationist Type view Like I said Borderline Open but cautious From this view These are the conversations I, I, I crave Because what good does it do me sitting in my echo chamber of reform theology, talking to other people who don't believe this stuff. Right. And then us just feeding into each other constantly and the reverse to y'all, you know, it's good. Mm -hmm. I want to be challenged. I want to know why I believe what I believe and I want to believe what is right. Right. I don't want to just believe what I've been told or what I keep seeing for myself. I want that iron sharpens iron. And that's what I'm getting out of this. And I love it. And even though I don't fully agree on everything, I'm being edified right now. Right. You know, I'm learning and I'm I love it.
0: So Christina just texted me that we talked too much. <laughs> she should know. I, I feel She's uh, just as bad so as we are. You just said your closing <laughs>
3: statement. So what do you got? Don't kill me, Christina. <laughs> no, I've enjoyed this a lot. I, I thought this is way more productive than I imagined it would be. Um uh, this was we stayed on topic a lot more. Giselle should be happy. Be. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't whoop up on you. He got loud like at that. the end
0: of the other episode. We had I have to yeah, I have to tone that true. down. a little. Yeah. <laughs> got him all fired <laughs> but, up. But
3: yeah, this was a lot more productive than I thought it would be. And I hope everybody listening um knows our, our our love for each other and our love for Jesus Christ and um and I hope that everybody that's listening got a, a good bit out of it and know that we have these conversations because of our Our love for Jesus Christ and we want to see his kingdom come to pass here on earth and for us to come in one mind and one accord and not let small things that's not heaven or hell get in the way of us
0: unless you believe it's have to to go to heaven yeah it's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 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 true we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have anybody here Dan. no 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 no, <laughs> no. which I, I I, man I really thought about it I really thought about bringing yeah. in somebody oh wow but that would have been that would have been different but may, you know <laughs> there's going to be those here, episodes man. I'm sorry
3: didn't mean uh, thank y'all for listening
0: hey I want to say that I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening and I hope that um, everybody enjoys and is edified. And if this, if this touched you and reached you in a way, uh, you know, please send it to other people and uh, let them know what we're after here doing. I have a list of people that now that I have this studio and now that it's cooling down a little bit and we can get in here and be comfortable, we're, I plan on having more and more people come in. I figured out a way to do it online and uh, we're going to start making that happen soon and uh get people to call in i have a guy that i met on tiktok who believes that you can't play music in church and i'm getting ready to have him in or on here in a little bit and i'm excited is that Church about of that. christ uh i think he's independent but it's the same brand but uh same but brand. same That's same such- deal so i wanted to i wanted to say that really fast and uh, i appreciate all you guys tim tim and curtis and i have a feeling that this is going to happen again and uh, i don't know if it'll be with the same group but I love this as long as we can keep the the um, um the arguments down which I think we did. Then I, mean, I think you know, we can I do. I think it. we did yeah. a pretty
3: good we, job of that. Curtis I mean, only I'm...
0: pointed at me for half the time. <laughs> 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 uh, only hit so, the
3: table three times. Yeah, Life is yeah. good. And you were honey. passionate
0: at the time so I don't think I, don't I, think I only were raised weird. my voice <laughs> once. So, I was yeah. good. so Curtis, you got anything to close it and then when you're done please pray. But be quick about it.
2: <laughs> Hurry that's, up! That's hard to do. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, I would just say, you know, um, I think, you know, whatever it takes to get you into the Word more and be Amen. open to whatever Amen. God leads you to believe. But I will say that as we go further and further into these times that we're in, I, I think that you know we need to any tool that God will give us to use, we need to utilize. Right. If it's available for today, let's let's use them. Right. And I fully believe, in my opinion which is my only my opinion that there's a lot of gifts that we don't utilize that god will let us use and we're wasting time arguing about this one yeah yes Yes. and now and you know like we said this was about tongues if you look in 14 at one point um they list you know the spiritual gifts and tongues is the last one he lists Mm. interpretation Mm, no first corinthians 12 i I think was yeah was it, was it tongues? Was interpretation last? Man, we were last? going so smooth <laughs> with this <laughs> outro. Let's, let's no. make, let's make well, sure. Well, I was going to say, but he gives a list of them, and tongues is yeah. towards the bottom. He yes. names three specifically, and it's not one of those three. I do know that. Interpretation is <laughs> last. <laughs> okay, tongues and interpretation is last. But so, I mean, you can argue about this one, but but if you believe that they're real, I mean, I guess Paul's point would be pray for prophecy. I'll pray for the gift of healing right pray, pray for those other gifts to be manifested because those will you will it, see the impact, uh, impact the the yeah, let's impact the kingdom let's impact right. others with those gifts so with that we'll just close in prayer father we just thank you for this opportunity to come together father we just know that anywhere your word goes father it it makes changes and it has its way lord we just pray that lord that just through the years of all who listen father this can if nothing else father bring change in some way to their mindset maybe an openness lord just to open their bible and learn more about these things lord or just not close their their mind completely to something that they don't understand father we just thank you lord that that lord in these days lord we we just know that with all this uncertainty in life we just have to seek you more and father that the answers are given already in your, in your word lord and father we just need to seek you more and together, Father. If we could come together in just an agreement, Father, we could do so much more than separate. In Jesus' name, we ask all things. Amen. 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 Love you guys. Talk about predestination next time. (laughs) So I want
0: to say real quick that if you you don't mind, try to follow us on Facebook, Under the Cloud Podcast, on Instagram at Under the Cloud Podcast. The next time, I I wanted to do it this time, but I kind of just let it slip. We've been busy all week with work. Next time we do something like this, that has a little bit of contention to it i plan on putting a video out at least a week in advance and asking for questions from the audience what do you guys have and if you have any questions about this um send them anyway and we'll we'll deal with them accordingly who knows there may be so many good questions that we decide to do one more follow-up just answering questions yeah that would be i I pray for that so follow us on instagram which I'm not really big in that. I'm more of a Facebook guy, but I Christina, yeah, show me how you can link them together. So
1: what's kind of, the primary method that people can get a hold of you?
0: Uh, that way? <laughs> <So> <laughs> I need an Instagram, email. Okay. I had an email, but I got to start it over. I don't Facebook, know. Like, then, right? Facebook, yeah, Facebook, Facebook. Message me on Facebook. Message on uh, yeah. Instagram. And, if you uh, have we'll any problems
3: it. with what any of us have said. Me- email jonathan yes tim Perko, united states army, <laughs> united states
2: army. Um but two but two if they haven't already i think you can yes pro- we, i did it every time tim, he's on which tim is uh, an uh, awesome uh, podcast as called, called well
1: <laughs> <But
0: yeah, laughs> i believe
1: now what but yeah i believe now what you can find that anywhere on uh social media just type that in it should be available
0: and if you don't have a church that you listen to or go to and you want to check us out I want to plug my church, Christway Church. Go to Christway CWC The Ritter on Facebook and YouTube, and you can watch it. The service is live on YouTube, or they recorded, put on later. It's
3: recorded and put on. But by Facebook is live. Facebook is live, and Christway is our website.
0: ChristwayLa dot org, and uh, and the Pastor Tim is the associate pastor, and and uh, this this is uh, this is fun. I enjoy it. Thank you guys for coming.
3: Well, it was fun. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.